Welcome to the Leading in Healthcare podcast, a podcast for leaders in healthcare that want to learn how to lead from their power place. With your host, Yashika Lind, an expert global healthcare consultant and development coach to top leaders in healthcare around the globe. And now here's your host, Yashika Lind. Welcome to this week's episode of the Leading in Healthcare podcast. Today's episode is important because it builds on some of the previous conversations we've had over the last two episodes about stepping into the next level, heightening your emotional intelligence, and bringing all that into your practice as a leader to be able to impact your team most optimally. So I want to give you some top tips today to give you more insights into how you can learn to level up. And this conversation is inspired by one of my mentors that gave me great advice as I was climbing the career ladder in healthcare. So without further ado, let's get started. Before you take any of what I'm saying to heart, you have to understand that if you want to be a good leader, the first thing you need to adopt is a spirit of service. So what this means is that your focus should not be on how much money you're going to make, how much prestige you're going to have, or all of those things. You should be asking yourself, how can I successfully serve my team, impact my team, get them what they need to be successful? When you first start to lead a new team, you also have to understand that although you have skills that you've taken into your leadership role or into your new team, that you almost start all over with how true leadership works. The more that you are in service to your team, the more that they respect you. And that is a cycle that will continue to improve as you continue to improve. But oftentimes people step into these leadership roles and you may have made this mistake where you assume that because you have the title of chief medical officer or CEO or nurse manager or whatever your title is, that that position automatically gives you the ability to influence. You do have influence from a power perspective, but that is one of the most least effective ways to inspire a team to greatness. So you have to understand that you're going to have to build relationships and you're going to have to almost obtain permission to be a leader in your teams via the way that you show up being of service every time that you are in a position of leadership or on a new team. You also have to understand that as you grow into your leadership, it's not about you taking on more work or more responsibility all the time. What this usually is about as you get into these higher levels of leadership is supporting the growth of others, right? Because you have to be able to empower and inspire your team to work at its full potential while you focus on the things that are in your zone of genius. So in order to do that, 
you should be inspiring an environment that is going to support the growth of the people on your team. The more that you can do that, the better off your team is. This is not something that is going to occur when you come into work and you sign into the morning meetings and then you jump from place to place to place and you barely get to see your team and you have all these reports and presentations and all of the things that you have to do as a leader. Those do take up a lot of time and it does make your day a little bit more reactionary if you are not well versed in what it takes to be a more impactful and effective leader or have um, not taken the time to develop those skills that you need to be a good leader. You're also going to have to build in these opportunities for you to intentionally grow yourself as a leader. And that comes from studying, that comes from relationship building, that comes from the experience of taking the things that you've learned, trying them out with the team and gaining wisdom. So as you continue to want to progress in your career and in life in general, it's going to require this intentional growth built into your personal and professional practice to be better you are going to have to develop yourself as a leader. One of my other mentors always mentions that what got you in the door is not going to get you to move forward. And I'm going to talk about this in a second, but you just have to realize each step of your growth means that you need to become better and better and better. This Growth can occur very slowly or in today's healthcare scene where we have shortages, where we have innovation, you may find that you may be propelled into moving into different levels. I want you to think about what I'm talking about, not just in levels as far as titles, but levels as an actual leader. And if you are not taking this information and this intentional growth practice and this emotional intelligence and all the things that I teach you and putting it into practice, you're moving up a level in the way that you um, present yourself in energy and the way that you present yourself in an emotional and relational aspect, which is the most important part of your job, that growth is going to occur slowly. And the thing is, if you think that the day is too busy to do the things that I'm telling you to do. If you think that you already know what it takes because you've done this, this, and this, and you are not in a spirit of intentional growth and learning. And again, that experience, that putting the new stuff that you're learning into practice, the new you into practice in the environment that you are currently in, it's only going to take one thing to make things go wrong and instantly have you almost kind of take a little drop or a step back. Sometimes that is optimal. It's not something to be discouraged about, but I'm telling you this because number one, if this has happened to you and you've made a misstep with your team, you've made a misstep with people in leadership in your organization, you could be really hard on yourself and not recover. And I've seen it. Organizations bring me in to coach their leaders. But by that time, that leader has lost their self-confidence and their ability to move forward and try new ideas. And so they end up having to leave the organization. So I want you to understand that if this is happening to you, it's not the end of the world. If it's happened to you, it's not the end of the world. But 
also understand that the reason why this could have happened to you or the reason why this could occur is because the increase in the level is not just about the title. It's about who you are and how you show up, which is a more slow process. So take your time, shift your energy, do your learning and step by step grow into your role in the higher levels that you want to attain in your career. Or like I say, this applies to your your personal life as well. A lot of people think that when you get to these higher levels, you, you have to energetically pay for it in time commitment and energy. And it's not true. When you progress in leadership, I feel like it gets progressively easier to lead as you achieve high levels. The reason why is because if you do it right, if you're in a spirit of service, if you're in a spirit of growing up others on your team to work to their capacity or even stretch beyond what they know is possible, that frees you up to stay in your level of genius or your zone of genius. And as you do that, you're not paying in time. You're just using your time in a different way because your team is now working to full capacity in order to keep the day-to-day operations flowing successfully. Now you will have to pay in energy, right? Because you're a leader. People are looking up to you. They look up to you not only for your professional advice, but also for some personal issues that they may come to you with and you will have to learn, you know, your own boundaries and your own style around that. But you also definitely have to pay in commitment because you don't have the luxury of just punching in, doing your job and leaving. You, by progressing in levels in life and levels in your career are saying that you are committed to the vision and the mission of the organization upon which you serve or in your personal life as you grow, you are saying that you want to be committed to a more self-actualized path. And so that is a commitment that is above and beyond the regular day-to-day, the regular employee that just wants to come to work and do a good job. And so you do have to understand that as you achieve these higher levels or want to go for these higher levels, you are going to have to invest more or, or differently. And so just understand what that looks like for you. But again, for me, I find that the higher the level, the easier it has been for me to lead. And the reason why is because, again, it's about fostering growth and letting other people step in to do the things that you don't have to do so that you can focus on the things that you need to be doing. It's going to change, though. There's going to be strong people on your team. There's going to be different executives that you get along with, some that you don't. And so you also have to learn that your style is going to change depending on who you are interacting with. And you are going to have to have that emotional intelligence to be able to interact with people differently depending on who you talk to. For some people, you're going to be able to uh, move straight up to respect and you representing yourself a certain way, them representing themselves a different way, and there's a willingness to work together and collaborate. But for some people, you are going to have to step back into your authority and just, you know, you need to do this because this is what we agreed as an organization needs to get done. And if you're not going to do it, next step, right? So just understand that 
your style needs to be fluid. You shouldn't expect people to mail to your style and you show up in one style. Your job is to have that emotional intelligence to be able to flex and bend to meet the needs of your team. If you struggle with this or you don't have that perception and that intuitive ability, remember there's two podcast episodes that can help you. One was last week we talked about how to develop emotional intelligence, but also there's an episode about how to trust yourself that will also help you understand that being a good leader is much more about perception and energy and what's not said and what's not seen than it is looking at your leadership landscape from a five sensory perception. So build people up, be of service. If you're leading, that means there's somebody that is available on your team to step behind you toward the mission and the vision of the organization. And they are looking to you to be that guidepost. And so you set the perception, you set the tone, you set the energy for how your team excels And if you do it the right way, they will understand and fall behind. And and behind, I just mean they will follow you. All right. So I hope that this episode was helpful into giving you more insight about how you can level up in your career and level up in life. Remember, as leaders, we don't get a manual for this stuff. Sometimes we are just thrust into a role and we just have to figure it out by the seat of our pants. And that is not fair. But if you find that you're a new leader and you want to start off on the right foot, or maybe you're a more seasoned leader, but you feel like you are overwhelmed and overthinking and burnt out and struggling and just need a little bit of help and guidance, or there are leaders on your team that need more facilitation and coaching in order to not only become better for themselves, but also to become better for your organization, then this is precisely what I help organizations do all over the world. If you want help, I have my information in the show notes. Make sure to share this episode with someone that you know needs this advice so we can spread the word so we as leaders in healthcare can stop struggling and stop wanting to give up when all we wanted to do in the first place was help people be of service, save lives. And with that, I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.